1: all right left let's get into this Colin Klein someone we talked about yesterday OC Kansas State has been reported to be one of interest mutual interest between he and Notre Dame I confirmed with multiple sources that he indeed was on campus for an interview and has chosen to stay at Kansas State. And We talked about this, whether it was him, Andy Ludwig, just the continuity on certain coaching staffs. You know, it's hard. Uh, Andy Ludwig, as much as we love him, it would be really difficult, in my opinion, for him to leave a Utah program where it seems like most coaches turn down overtures from other programs on an annual basis.
2: Yeah, I think what he built, it's hard to lead at.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the things we see that there's a heavy lean towards quarterback development, because most people would think, you know, play calling will be at the top of the list, but I think quarterback development is really at the top of the list for Marcus Freeman. Which goes beyond, which lets me know he's not making this decision based on Sam Hart. Yeah, that, that tells that tells me everything. Yeah, like this this decision, him. this decision has absolutely nothing to do with Sam Hart. This is all about Tyler Buckner, Kenny Minchie, C.J. Carr, and the understanding that C.J. Carr needs to feel comfortable with the new O.C. That man, we're starting to like connect the dots on where they might be going with this. So, even though we might have some names that we feel like are right up there, like Joe Brady, Joe Musgrave, you know, veterans, really experienced play callers, it seems like Marcus Freeman is definitely, definitely wanting someone that can develop quarterbacks and different types of quarterbacks, which Colin Klein showed this year that he could create a productive offense the two totally different quarterbacks yeah that, that was impressive because he was also talked about if i'm not mistaken and if i've read reports correctly this morning he was also on the list and maybe not the short list but the list for the alabama job at one point so as much as people might not have been wowed by colin klein uh um, He played the position and playing the position. He's familiar with that. He recruited a big time quarterback an elite level quarterback to Kansas State this year. And that might've gone into it, right? Like, man, I started this offense. I got my guys. We're rebuilding. The program is going and, and, and staying there. He played there. And I just recruited this Elite 11 kid to the program. So, you know, it was a lot for him to think about. And ultimately, he was never offered the job, but, you know, he kind of took himself out of the running for the position.
2: Yeah, I mean, I just think it's so crazy to see uh, just how it's getting done. You know, um, like you said, we're putting the pieces together on this. We're seeing kind of the moves being made that Marcus Freeman is definitely thinking future. Mm -hmm. And I think it definitely will put our quarterback room a little at ease because they know they got time. But for a guy like Sam Hartman, I don't know. Hopefully – it's just like, dang, what do you do now? You know, what do you do?
1: Well, I don't think anything is – You know, like Heather Denich, she said he's no longer a candidate for the NDOC position. He did have conversations and interview according to sources. I saw that. But it it
2: just makes sense. It's like, man, he's got a program that came basically out of nowhere. He's got his staff on it. And they played great this season. So it's like, you know – it's, it's a desirable position at Notre Dame, but like you said, it's it's definitely uh, geared in a way where you have to make a lot of accommodations, you know. The coaching staff that's here is here.
1: Hmm.
2: A lot of guys don't want to, especially if they built a the whole system with their guys, and they're coming over naked almost. Yeah. And I don't think, I think it's going to be a particular person that's for that, but whatever, you know.
1: Apple Podcast, Spotify. Also follow us on YouTube. Lucky Lefty Podcast, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. All of our great content. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know we spin it different.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all.
1: Yeah, I uh, know from the Notre Dame side, um, it wasn't a fit. It wasn't a fit, and it was mutual. Yeah. Once again, look, I'm going to be honest with you. A lot of these guys want to bring their own guys in. So when you yeah. come into this situation and Notre Dame is saying, look, hey, yo, our running back coach, he's staying. Why receiver coach? Stan, Gerard Parker. Stan, it's like it's not your normal situation, and we can sit here and debate whether or not it's fair. The situation is what it is.
2: It is what it is.
1: Then can you come in and develop quarterbacks and call plays?
2: That's why I need to be there. That's all I want to do, develop quarterbacks and call plays. I I got my assistant ready. Look, Marcus Freeman, look. Wait,
1: wait, 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 wait. I'm going to give you – go ahead and make your 60-second pitch for the OC job at Notre Dame right here live on the Lucky Lefty Podcast. Five, four, three, two.
2: Marcus Freeman, we talk about continuity, you know, and the first things first. We're from Dayton, so we're already thinking of like fast, tough, physical, competitive, and dominance – that's what I am. I'm number one. I'm a player development first. We're talking about unit that is the leader of the team, guys that are always prepared, always ready to lead by example, and a little vocal, you know, also, but we're going to be able to help the offense, be the coach on the field, and it's a player development first, and from that, we're going to have accountability. Accountability, something that's hard to do as a quarterback when you're trying to learn the roles, but you're going to get the in-depth, coaching experience for me on the player development, and also we're going to win. And calling plays is what I do best. I was able to take a team from a COVID season that was 0-3 with 26 kids and turn into a, a state championship team the next year. That's just a small sample size of what we can do. I know the staff. I know the flavor of the school. I know the guys around, and we can work together and win this thing, man. For sure. I'm
1: going to cut it up and send it. <laughs> I'm, cutting it, I'm cutting it up and sending it. I'm cutting it up and sending it,
2: baby. It's for the culture pride. How we gonna beat Ohio State? Look, I don't even do that. How are we gonna beat Ohio State? First things first, we're gonna get the ball to our playmakers. Tobias Mayweather is getting 15 attempts. Easy. Easy. That's that's to keep the dogs off us. That's to keep the dogs off us. Tobias Mayweather, Lorenzo Styles is gonna be like it's gonna be like the race car track. They're just gonna be going up and down the field vertical. That's gonna stop. the the pressure from that secondary, and then we're going to run that football. We might even have split back, the dairy on one side, Aldrick on one side, Tyler Buckner in the middle. We're going crazy. So we got a lot of potential. And, I mean, defensively, I know we're going to give us a chance. We're going to be able to run play action, and then we're going to spread it out a little bit because I trust that Tyler is going to take that next step in development from yours truly. And we're going to have a true air raid attack where the best thing that he's going to learn is how to stay healthy, And limit the turnovers. If he do those two things right there, if he stay healthy, limit turnovers, this team can go undefeated. Telling
1: you. I'll cut it up. I'll send it. I'm definitely posting it separately on the the YouTube page. Yep, it's going to be there. Oh, man. This is funny. Lucky Lefty podcast. Luck for OC. Hashtag luck for OC. Go ahead. Hey, LL Nation, make it hot today. Hashtag luck for OC. We should make it hot.
2: If anything else, I can be a great recruiter. We can build the team out. I'll be your GM. I just want to be the GM of the team. <laughs> Brian Demo
1: said, Did you say I was there with Everett on your yeah. resume?
2: I got look, I got the greats. I was with the greats. <laughs> Shout out to Ed, man. Ah oh, man, lucky, lucky podcast. Yeah, that's right, Andrew Gilmore. I said no to uh not Andrew Gilmore, I said no to saving too. See, Tommy couldn't do that. I said no to saving in high school. You said
1: no to saving and urban.
2: And urban and urban. How about that? So you got your loyalty right there. So hey. Should Notre
1: Dame have a chip on their shoulder going into this season? left? Should Notre Dame have a chip on their shoulder going into this season? I
2: don't know. I don't think we should go in there with a chip or or anything to prove because when you go in there on a chip, you're not going in there to dominate. Mm. You've got a chip on your shoulder. You're just trying to prove people wrong. I think we're past proving people wrong. We're a 10-win team. We going in there to to smack kids around. We're not looking to have a chip on our shoulder because that means that most people don't believe we can smack them around. We want people to believe we coming in town to smack you up a little bit. So I think we should get rid of the chip. The chip is cool when you on the come up, but we've arrived. We got rid of that old couch. Now we're getting a new couch, right? We only made upgrades to the house. So at this point, you know, the property value don't went up. So I think we're in the right spot uh, to be in that lane where these games like Toledo and Cal and Georgia Tech, they don't want to be on the field with us because we out there scoring 40, 50 points, shutting them down.
1: You know, the reason the question came up is because it's a lot that's happened. We talked about the awkwardness of the first season under Marcus Freeman. In the last year and everything that's happened. But for me, I just think the silence by the players. You know, you have one or two players say something. But I think offensively, the silence of the players was kind of like, okay, you you, you want to go to Bama? Okay. okay. So I don't know. See, a chip, sometimes we think the POV, POV of a chip on your shoulder is someone that's brash and in your face.
2: Mm.
1: You can have a chip on your shoulder and kind of be silent. Like, okay, that's what we're doing. Right? They always tell us, you know, if, 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 a, if your girl ever stops talking to you, then get scared. Like if she's screaming, hollering, you know, saying she's upset, fine. But if she ever just says, I I ain't got nothing to say. (laughs) See,
2: most of us guys would read that as, oh, she's just mature.
1: Yeah, (laughs) no, bro. You, man. (laughs) If that happens... She's just being mature. (laughs) Yeah, most most of us in our younger days do read it that way. Like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. No. And it's the same thing. Uh, You know? The game. I I think the silence behind everything that's happened Mm -hmm. in my opinion, specifically for the offensive players. I think silently they're like, okay. All right. What about we're going to put on the show?
2: Yeah, I think it's a a calmness to it because they they trust that we're going to get there. So it may not have the the right result yet, Mm -hmm. but I don't think the Kansas State um, opportunity with what they got going on can help us get to where we need to be anyway. Mm. I think it would only take us so far, like make us good at what we're already good at, but I don't think it's going to challenge us to go to the next level, which I think Tommy had a, did a good job of trying to get there, trying different things, but you know, some of them more along the lines of a more balanced offense, I think is important. Because look at their quarterback room at Kansas State. Ain't worth a damn either. You know. It's, <laughs> you know hey, like he,
1: hey, he worked with it. He worked but with he it. But he
2: also recruited guys to that system. Like you see how big Facts. that was. was? Like,
1: Facts. Facts.
2: That's, yeah. So.
1: Facts. And you saw what that system looked like against Alabama.
2: <laughs> they don't recruit well enough to do that against Alabama. <laughs> I mean, we might, but – They don't recruit well enough to just think they're just going to out-tough them, you know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, Lucky Lefty Podcast.
2: Learn more at Marines.com.
1: Left. I think you were disrespectful to, you know, we have fans all over the globe. <laughs> you disrespectful to our New York fans recently. What? <laughs> um, I think our boy Donnie Cruz is gonna be upset. <laughs> in the NY cuz uh you 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 said you you tasted the best chopped cheese bro. out of Arizona, bro. Now that's you know, that's kind of disrespectful. That's like saying you went to Arizona and got some of the best pizza ever. Like or some of the best Italian beef ever.
2: Like I couldn't believe it. There was this little New York shop right down the street. The wait, so, wait, so it was a New York shop. It's a New York kind of shop. <laughs> okay. But you know, you're in Arizona. It's just like the pyramids once they got out of Africa only got smaller. Oh. So you're not expecting the taste to be you're oh. not expecting the taste if, to be the same. If the
1: if the proprietor is true New York and the cook is true New York, that transfers no matter where they go. But really? I, go ahead. Go okay. ahead.
2: absolutely. Okay. But but is it the same as the is the Harold's chicken? Where you're at on 63rd, the same as the Harold's chicken in
1: They just opened a Harold's chicken out in LA.
2: But is it the same?
1: I haven't been there. But when, you I, that. when I come next week, I'm gonna give you the update and let you know. <laughs> if it's an owner that owns one in Chicago, they have the same vibe, and Chicago people are running it. We'll see. Okay. We'll see.
2: <laughs> we'll see. Well, they did have a New York flavor to it. I mean, the the, the cook didn't even speak English. He was straight Italian. Went back there, you know, didn't have no gloves on, but I understood. You know, I understood. He really tried to get the flavor. So he was.
1: (laughs) Wait a minute. He was out there like ODB making the hamburger and and, uh, state property. Like what you want? What's good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They handmade.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It was. And I can not even be mad because I'm like, this is this is real New York, okay? Oh, no. Arizona. And, it, and it, man, it was great. It was a great sandwich. I'm probably going back today.
1: Oh, ho, oh, Lilo. Hey, you need to relax. Hold on. Ho, 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 First of all, I don't know what you mean by hood chicken. You need to relax. If you like Gus's famous chicken better, that's cool. But you need to find another adjective for Harold's. Hold on, <laughs> relax. What is a hood chicken? I, I have no, I have no clue. Hood chicken, like look, chicken, hold on, hey, relax. Somebody tell me what a hood chicken because the is. best, some of the best people that fry chicken in this world live in the hood. So, what so, is hood chicken? I there. I don't. Come on, man. <laughs> You've got to. Find a better adjective
2: than hood chicken. I have never heard somebody say hood chicken. Boy, oh boy. They just 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 tell it what it is. The hands, the hands that prepared it. Bro. Just a little different.
1: Lucky Lefty Podcast. <laughs> but yeah, you saying you found the best chopped cheese ever out in Arizona.
2: Man, I couldn't believe it. And I'm like, the New York streets are done. What uh, they taking you your heart and soul. They're taking the heart and soul out of New York. You are you,
1: you, going a little bit too far. Bro.
2: You 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 are getting the you're getting the flavor everywhere now? Come on, <laughs> I don't know about that man. You know what time it is.
0: Petticoat Petty Petticoat petty
2: junction It's time to get petty. Oh we did a good job executing it.
1: Are you upset with something? And fire up the Petticoat Junction train.
2: I just don't like you. You don't? No. What is today's Petty Historic? (laughs) Petty Junction. Petty
1: Junction, Petty Stories of the Day, brought to you by Nora Whiskey, AnoraWiskey.com, that premium, premium American whiskey, norahwhiskey.com. I go back in the past. You know, today is the 19th year, the 19-year anniversary of the drop of an album that truly put Chicago on the map, and that is the college dropout. The crazy thing is, it lines up with one of my pettiest experiences ever so i'm putting paul pierce on the petty train <laughs> this is fe- 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 february the 10th 2004 i actually had the album because it came out early in the streets here in chicago so i actually had it on cd i flew in a week before all-star game my boy a-tray was out there i stayed with him in west hollywood i never forget i think we ate roscoe's like every day <laughs> went and picked it up, and we just beat the college dropout driving around all week long. Nobody else out there had it. Yeah. So we're listening to it, and it's finally released on that Friday. And so the All-Star game was that Sunday. So we go to this party on Friday night. Right? And you know L.A. is spread out. So, you know, you got a party over in West Hollywood. Now you got to go drive through the mountains to get to another party over here. It was crazy. So we go to this party, and we're chilling, and we're in there. And when we walk in the party, it's a group of four of us. It's four dudes, and the ratio was sweet. When I tell you the ratio was sweet, the ratio was like five to one in our favor. Mm. So we walk in, we get a booth. Man, cats are flocking. We're holding court, laughing, having fun. And the next thing you know, this cat, Paul Pierce, walks in. <laughs> <laughs> I lie to you not, Left. Every female that was around us went into the back in this private room with him. And I swear we were sitting there with maybe like two girls. Oh my God. I hated Paul Pierce for the rest <laughs> of his career, bro. The rest, I was like, this dude is a bum.
2: And that's exactly career,
1: why. He's a bum.
2: That's exactly why athletes shouldn't go to these frat parties. It happens the same way. You the athlete you go to these frats thinking it's cool. All the honey swarm you. Them frat dudes put their whole week on the line. Advertising. Talking to the little shorties in class. <laughs> trying, to, trying to grease them up all week. You sound like you're talking from experience. (laughs) No, I'm just saying. I don't. That's why I stopped going. They'll start hating on you. They'll boo you at the game for real, because they remember you took little Sally Sue. He took her when I was was trying so hard to go to the frat party all week.
1: I worked all semester to get her to come to the
2: party. All semester, and then you got old Jerry from the football team just walking on in. He don't stand a chance. Now, at
1: that time, I failed to realize that Paul Pierce was from Los Angeles. It's even worse. But he was still. he didn't ha- At that point, he didn't have any championships, dog. He, he was nothing to me. Yet. No, he was nothing to me, dude. This was the same dude from Kansas that could never get a national championship. Let's <laughs> get this bum. That dude was a bum, and he's still a bum. To this day, we still still a bum bum bum. in my mind. When I saw that pop up on my timeline, the only thing I could think about today was Paul Pierce. You're on the Petty Train. You're a bum. You're a lifetime member of my Petty Train. You're a bum. You're a bum. Come in there and wreck a good time, dude. You said I wouldn't have been mad if he walked over and grabbed the best of the best.
2: Okay, grab the best of the best. you, You know, you Paul Pierce. Grab the
1: best of the best.
2: You can afford that.
1: Everybody has to follow you, my man. Yeah, you messed up come everybody. On, man. Come, out, come on, man. Lucky Lefty Podcast. Have a great weekend. We'll be back. The players talk today. Matter of fact, the players should be starting their interviews in about 30 minutes. We'll bring it to you live on Monday what they had to say on new transfers and some of the youngsters, and if the coaches decide to speak. And hopefully, early next week, we'll have a new hire as the new offensive coordinator. Of Notre Dame. Have a great weekend, but most of all, make sure that you spend it different.